are back again for another edition of the Dinner With podcast. It's the show where we have, well, you've got three buddies getting together in the evening, having a, a lovely drink, and we bring on a special guest where we ask them, who would their dream dinner guest be? Uh, tonight, uh, unfortunately, we have an absentee. We did a little roll call a little earlier on, and unfortunately, our good friend G could not be with us because, well, he had better things to do, to be to be frank with you. Um, <laughs> fortunate for me, though, I still have Ben. He's back again for another episode. Ben, how are you? Mate, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I am having a... We, we don't, you know, we, we don't condone or promote uh, alcohol in any way, shape or form, but I am having a, a drink this evening, Ben. I've I've uh, I picked up from Randwick. Uh, it's the New England Brewing Co. The Hop Cannon India Pale Ale. Never had it before. This is the first time, and uh, it's not bad. All the way from the New England region of New South Wales. Uh, what about yourself, Ben? How's uh, how's the evening, mate? Things are going very well. I will I will do a little plug. I will say I'm actually drinking a non-alcoholic beverage today, um, mm-hmm. a Heaps Normal. Um, so it's the best non-alcoholic beer that I have found to date. Um, and guys, if you are listening and you're lucky enough to be listening tonight. Um, if you uh, have heard of a website called Sands Drinks, they're pretty big now. They're growing, um, and it's almost like a non-alcoholic bottle shop. Um, but if you go onto their website, they've got basically every kind of drink that you would want to uh, substitute in for a non-alcoholic variety. And uh, lucky you guys, if you use the code Foodie, uh, you will get 10% off. But you know, when you're having a big night and you just want to sub in for a, a couple of non-alcoholic beverages, that's what I, uh, I like to do to try and keep on the straight and narrow. Uh, you're welcome. There you go. Explains the uh, the figure as well, Ben, because I saw you yesterday for a hit of tennis and you were in fantastic shape. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what, I have been working on the rig. I'm glad you noticed. Thank yeah, you. when the shirt came off mid-set, I was like, who is this uh, Adonis on the other side of the court? But nonetheless, uh, tonight, you know, I think this talk about who's got, got the rig is very relevant because the person who's joining us, and Ben, I'll, I'll allow you to introduce the guest, but... Our guest this evening is you know, all about well-being and and taking care of ourselves. So, Ben, do you want to introduce who our special guest is tonight? I will give it a go, guys, and I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not very good at it like Sean is, but we'll give it a crack. We'll give it a red-hot crack. Um, but, yeah, so we decided um, to invite one of my good friends from um, a few years back, uh, Sarah, onto the podcast. Um, Sarah, I will let you mm-hmm. decide uh, – or not decide. I'll let you um, explain what, you, uh, what you're about and where you're from. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me, both. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so my name is Sarah. Uh, ben and I go way back, maybe like back. five years ago now, Ben, wasn't it? We won't even talk about that job. That was, <laughs> uh, that was character not. building. Character building. We'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, so I am a life coach and a blogger. Um, I specialize in supporting women, um, specifically around self-love and mindset. And I also work in social work as well. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'll uh, tell you a bit more about my guests in a minute. That's me in a nutshell. Before we started recording this, Sarah, and thanks so much for giving us the, the spiel about what you do, because it's fantastic work. But where are you based as well? And what were we talking about just um, beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I live on the Gold Coast. Uh don't know if I'm even saying it right. Don't even know if I know how to say where I live. There is this debate that I keep having about whether it's on the Gold Coast 
or in the Gold Coast, I don't know what's the right thing to say. Um, help a girl out. If anyone actually knows, please feel free to comment and um, correct me. I'm so open to being wrong, but I'm still yet to actually find the right answer. Do I live on the Gold Coast or in the Gold Coast? Help me out. Well, we'll get some help for you because we can track where the listeners are. And we've got quite a few listeners from from the Gold Coast. I can say that from the Gold Coast. Oh. Um, so we'll get them to let us know. Is it in, on or around the Gold Coast? How do you say it? What's the correct way? Well, sometimes um, like, people even drop the V. So like, do I, li- I live in Gold Coast? That sounds cooked. But like, in Gold right. Coast. Did you say I live in Sydney? Yeah, I don't mm, know. Honestly. It depends what you say because if you're on your way to meet a friend you say you're on the bus or in the bus I re- we have I some like friends that's really good at english is gonna know the answer for this. <laughs> which we're all not clearly no definitely not but we've got some friends well, from, I'm well, uh, so. from uh, ben i'm thinking for like some of the guys that are up from up north like particularly uh webby he'll say he would say in that case he'd say i'm on bus no 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 northern <laughs> english people would say i'm on you're forgetting the on turk bus well, look, we'll get some comments in. We'll figure out. We'll solve the puzzle, and Sarah will let you know Please. because I want you Please to live a, a stress-free life. That's all I want from from tonight. Yeah. When people um, ask me where I'm from, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. like, yeah, I'm from there. The anxiety <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not writing it down for them. We're pointing to a map. Queensland. If she mute, what's wrong with her? <laughs> oh, so Sarah, could you let us know? So you have the privilege of inviting your dream dinner guest this evening. And I know. Who who have you picked for this evening? He's a controversial guy. Um, I think you either love him or hate him. He's a bit like Marmite, but I picked Russell Brand. Oh, <laughs> could we ask controversial. why? Why Russell Brand? I just, I don't know, like, I, you know, I said people either love him or hate him. I, I, I do love him, but he's really controversial and he always kind of like shakes my, uh, I don't know, like my, my opinions. He kind of like shakes them a little bit. He ruffles my feathers up the wrong way a little bit, but I'm like, I like that. Like it's, it's like courageous to be that bold these days, isn't it? And to be so against Mm. the grain. I'm like, I really admire how comfortable you are with being like opposing everything and being so controversial. So, and also he's a vegan. Yeah, mm. he is. He is a vegan. I did read yeah. that as well. Yes. Yeah. We'd have some listeners as well who would only, when they think of Russell Brand, they would be thinking of, you know, some of his earlier uh, comedy appearances, or maybe mm. in a movie like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's sort of playing that that kind of character. They might even think back to his days married to uh, to Katy Perry, but. Yep. Sarah, what about mm. Russell Brand? If we skip ahead to today, the Russell Brand you see is very different, um, but it's kind of not seen so much in mainstream media. He's kind of doing his own thing behind the scenes. Could you give the listeners a bit of a, a rundown about what Russell's up to uh, in in t- 2022? Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Like He's quite controversial now, but not in the sense that he's into like sex, drugs and rock and roll anymore. He's more into like spirituality, open-mindedness. Um, like I said, he is a vegan, he's teetotal. Um, and he's kind of like challenging the political system in the UK consistently. Um, fucking hates the royal family. Um, I think he hates England, to be honest. I have no idea why he chooses <laughs> to live there because he's constantly 
pissed off at something that's going on in England. Um, but yeah, his, he, there's been like a real shift from like what I mm. see, and this is why I kind of like him in his approach to life. And he's more kind of focused on spirituality, like I said, well-being and um, challenging, I don't know, systems, I guess. It's quite a, a contrast to the earlier days of Russell Brand, where I think he he once described himself as a charging locomotive. Uh, when you think back to his wow. sex, drugs, and uh, you know, rock and roll kind of lifestyle, um, mm. yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, p- people would remember him being very outspoken back then and very intelligent, very articulate. Yep. Uh, but you know, there's a chance that he might come off off the rails at any moment it was you never knew what you were going to what you were going to get from the guy um it's such a transformation uh so really interesting and uh i mean ben you're you're a a proud englishman as well uh russell brand for you uh what, what comes to mind i mean exactly that you think you've already covered it to be honest again sarah marshall that was one of my uh, very fond memories of russell brand and also game to the greek what an absolute oh, yeah. hilarious film that is um, and I think, going back to your point, Sarah, I think when you watch um, Games of the Greek off against Sarah Marshall and you do see Russell Brand, you almost feel like he's almost playing himself as this sort of like yeah. idiot kind of rock star, but that's not who he is at all. I almost think he's almost playing the character that society perceives him being, maybe, but he's not about that. Yeah, when, he, when, he, when he speaks, he's actually very intelligent and he's very articulate. And he almost, whether you believe or whether you agree with what he's saying or not, you almost believe him. It's almost brainwashing a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, also you don't know exactly what you're going to get with him. You know, Sarah, brave dinner guest because, um, you know, like you say, he can go off the rails and he, you don't know what you're going to get. But he was actually diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder. I don't know if you knew this. And, oh, uh, and he also has ADHD. So if I mean, you're that out is for dinner with him, <laughs> if you're out for dinner with him, you have no idea what the topic of conversation is going to be. <laughs> Yeah, and he's not going to be concentrating on one thing for very long either. So keep me on my toes. No. So I, oh, sorry, go. No, I was going to, I'm really interested by this because you mentioned Ben around the ADHD. I guess that explains a bit of the impulsiveness, uh, especially when he, yeah. when he comes on as like a guest on a, whether it was one of those comedy panel shows or whether he's on a, uh, a morning news show as well. I remember seeing plenty of clips of him when he'd go on like Good Morning America and he would just whatever mood he was in he just played it and whatever came to mind he just said it and everyone was gobsmacked uh which kind of explain the the diagnosis kind of explains a little bit about the behavior um yeah for sure but but very very intelligent uh very articulate as as has been mentioned yeah whatever he says i feel like i believe it like he says everything with such confidence such intent and such passion and I'm like well then it must be true <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe maybe that's slightly naive of me but like he could have me over dinner and like completely shift my mindset on a lot of things I think because he's just so passionate and convincing yeah. you should hear uh Sarah you should hear Sean public speaking honestly it'll change your life <laughs> so Sarah Let's let's think about this. So you've got the slightly erratic uh, Russell Brand. The transform is it is I guess who's sitting down with you? Is it is it the the prior Russell Brand or is it the the current Russell Brand? Who who is the guest? The current current Russell Brand. Yeah. So 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 the guy that's gone through this uh, 
this transformation. He's very spiritual, practices yoga, doesn't drink alcohol, doesn't do drugs, no longer a sex addict. Uh, second marriage as well. You sit down. What's the first question that you want to ask your guest, Russell Brandt? I want, I want to go into his past, you know. Mm. Mm. I want to bring, bring back up the past, yeah. I was wondering, like, I was thinking about this when I was trying to think of my questions. If you're a sex addict, right, because he was a sex addict historically, do you ever say no to someone? Like, do you have standards? Ooh. Or is it like with alcoholics where they would just drink anything to get drunk? Like, you know, generally speaking, like, you know, alcoholics, you'd imagine that they would just drink any kind of alcohol to get the high that they're after. So is that the same with sex addicts? Like, would you still have standards or would it literally just be like hit to hit, like shag to shag? Do you know what I mean? So I want to know, it, yeah, did he ever say no? If you were your average Joe and you're your regular human being, I'd say that you get what you can get. But I'd say with Russell Brand, he has his pick of the crop, right? He's a very successful, you know, celebrity. Um, slightly, you know, he's, yeah, he's a movie star. He's obviously an attractive man. I'd say he'd probably have his pick of the crop, right? Yeah, so do you reckon he ever said no? Oh, I, this is the thing. I don't know enough about sex addiction. Like, is it, is <laughs> it purely that... If you're, if you meet someone and you just so happen to be in the mood, you just must have it, or is it more selective? Maybe uh, look, Sarah. What we we can try and do is not only will we solve the puzzle around in or on the Gold Coast, we'll also try Mm -hmm. and get some feedback around sex addiction and whether it is purely impulsive and non-selective or whether there is more grace involved, perhaps, or standards, as you put it. But what a really interesting <laughs> question. What a, what a fantastic question to start with. I'd also like to hear, Sarah, mm. because you are you're the first, I believe, so far, vegan that we have on the show. And obviously, you're joined by a vegan mm. dinner guest. So for your entree, what are you and Russell going to be tucking into? We're going to have vegan duck pancakes. And they are mm. incredible. I don't know if you've ever been to Bodhi in Sydney. I know you a vegan yes. restaurant if you haven't. Yep, yep, yep. You should go, oh my God. So the duck pancakes in there are amazing. Like duck, hoisin sauce, cucumber. Obviously it's not duck, it's vegan duck. Why don't you just say that because you already know I'm vegan. What is it? What, <laughs> yeah, what would it be? Incredible. Would it be made of soy? I don't know. I don't ask. I just eat it. Um, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to trust with these things. It says on the menu, it's a vegan restaurant. You're like, all good. I'm going to eat that. But yeah, vegan duck pancakes. If you haven't had them, get them down here. They're so good. Well, Ben's quite the little, uh, he, he, the what, what do you call it? The food influencer. Foodie. foodie. You are the, mm, you're the happy foodie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. look, Ben, why don't, we, uh, why don't we hunt down some of these vegan duck pancakes and get into them sometime this week? Mate, 100%. Um, I'm definitely keen for that. I've actually been to Bodie. I went with uh, Wendy, and, yeah, it is actually very, very good. You wouldn't realise you're eating vegan food. It just tastes, and it's the same texture no. as well. Of me, it's it's great mm. to be honest. It's vegan, really good. Vegan it's food has come so far. Fancy. Back in the day, yeah, like the day. vegan food was like you knew that what you were eating wasn't what it was meant to be. But now, it it just tastes so good. That's my mm. experience anyway. Look, like you, probably the last two years. Mm. <laughs> when I first went vegan, I lived off four bean mix for about two years. 
Oh. That was like the only option that I had in the store. And now I have like, because it's a trend now, isn't it? Like it's popular and cool to be vegan. Well, maybe some people wouldn't think so. But yeah, now that it's like become more of a thing, there's so much choice. Like there isn't one thing that I had as a non-vegan that I can't now have as a vegan. Um, yeah, which is pretty incredible for me. Now you're polishing off your vegan duck pancakes. You've asked Russell Brand, hopefully, I was going to say something. Oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> You've asked Russell Brand about his past um, and, you know, about his addictions. Now, you're on to your main course. What are you going to be having for your main course? And what is your next question? <laughs> I looked at the menu earlier. I was like, oh, my God, I miss this place so much. Um, yellow curry. The yellow curry there is so good. Yellow curry and brown rice. Mm. I reckon I'm going to have it with like baked chicken, but it, I don't know what it's called, soy protein or something, and veggies. It's like half seven here in the evening, and I haven't had dinner yet, and you are just making me oh. so much more hungry right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but what are you going to ask Russell? What are you going to ask him? Yeah. What's, your next, what's your next question? Where, where are we going to take this conversation? <laughs> I want to know how he handles the backlash from having such controversial opinions like how does he protect himself from that because like there's obviously a lot of people that would completely disagree with what he's saying like he's obviously he goes to town on people like he slags mm -hmm. the royal family off no end like he slags politicians off no end like he's pretty relentless if he's like passionate about something but like how does he handle the backlash from that shit do you think he can like he can go out alone or do you think he always has to have <laughs> someone with him I don't know. That's such a good question. Do you think he's like a wanted man? Like, well, do you think he's like, like, like targeted, man? maybe? Do you think he's... Yeah, that's what I mean. But a lot of people mm. do love him. He does have a, like a, a big following as well. So, you know, he may he may speak a bit out of turn every now and again, but he's probably got more people that love him than hate him. And even if a lot of people say they don't like him, secretly, I think they actually do like him. But Ben, you only need to have one person that doesn't like you. And and that's that's enough. <laughs> Especially if it's like a politician or the queen. Like if the queen doesn't like you, hun, I think you're pretty fucked. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't like, know. What, what, could, what can she do? She she. <laughs> what what does the, what, what the can queen, the queen? Ben, what do you mean? What can she do? What can what she can, not do? I think. What can she ha What can she actually do these days? She hands she out knighthoods to everyone that isn't English. We covered this on another podcast, but she she hands out knighthoods to everyone who isn't English, and I don't really see her doing that much now. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn now. Ooh. Does she? Isn't there this thing where, like, if you if you kill a swan, the queen can like behead you or something? Like, like a rule. I don't know what lies they're feeding you in Wales, Sarah, but I don't think that's. <laughs> <a bad. laughs> Have you never heard that? I've never heard. I mean, I think I've heard that the swan in in the UK is like the queen's animal. Yes. But I think yeah, beheading. So like if you kill a swan, like <laughs> I'm sure there's like something where the queen can like kill you, like prosecute you. I don't know. Prosecute and kill, I think. Well, yeah. I thought the corgi <laughs> would be like the queen's animal. Doesn't she? Doesn't isn't the queen all about the true. corgi? Yeah, she does eat something. Yeah, she is all about the corgi, but the swan, I think. I I, I can't exactly. I'm I, I, I don't want to try and table. find out. Look, add it to the list. Yeah, so we want anyway, to know. My point in, was in or yeah. on the Gold Coast. Uh, I can't remember what the sex addiction, and now we want to know is oh, yeah. the swan the queen's animal, and can you be beheaded? 
Quarant. Maybe I was a bit extreme when I said beheaded, okay? Might backtrack that, but I need to be like really <laughs> no, <great>. finished. <laughs> but then how does he protect himself, right? So in all seriousness, if you're going back to that point, how do you think he does protect himself? Because if he's going if he's gonna speak out of turn, right, he must know he's gonna get, you know, for every nice comment, he might get a hundred bad comments or you know, twenty bad comments, whatever. What would you guys do if yeah. you were gonna speak out of turn? What do you do to protect yourself from any backlash or whatever? What would you do? Helmet. Do you know what? I know he's pretty big on <laughs> what <do you> say? <laughs> helmet. <laughs> Always wear a helmet. That's all uh, uh, all I know. Let me know how that goes for you then. Um, <laughs> I know he's pretty big on meditation, isn't he? So I reckon yes. he's just so zen. He's just so like, like you can't touch me. Nothing you can say can phase me. I'm like so spiritual. I don't know. I reckon that's, that would probably be what he'd say. Like I meditate, I'm chill, I can handle anything, come at me, words like words can't hurt me. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Oof. How does uh ADH someone with ADHD be able to do meditation? meditation? That's impressive as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, touche. Hmm. Very impressive. I mean I I've tried meditation and I can't do it. Can you? Can that be my third question for him? <laughs> well, hey, look, let's not rush too far ahead, Sarah, but let's just say you've had a lovely main meal. You've you've got to know about oh God, his, so his protection. Um, <laughs> and now it's time, unfortunately, the desserts are coming out and you know we're edging closer to that uh, that moment where the waiter brings the bill. But before that, you've got a final question to ask, Sarah. Uh, so what do you want to ask Russell for your, your third and final question? Well, first of all, I want to tell you about my dessert. Oh, please. Have you ever had, <laughs> have you ever had mango sticky rice? It's like black rice and it's got mango yes. on it. And it's like sticky and coconutty. It's Thai, I think. Yeah, it's got the coconut in it as well. And I, I'm not a big mango mm. fan, but this is delish. Reminds me of traveling big I'm time. Yeah, it, uh, same. I'm so obsessed. It's like carbs for dessert as well. Like I love carbs. So having carbs for dinner and then carbs for dessert, like all about that. Rice for dessert, <laughs> sticky, coconutty, mangoey. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're having for dessert. Mm -mm -mm. Is, is it is it like rice pudding? This I've never had it. What? I've never had this. What what do you call it? Yep, you're so uncultured, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna have a treacle sponge. Mango sticky rice. Mango sticky rice. Oh, right, I will have. I will have before I see you next, or when we come up to the Gold Coast, you can take me and we'll get some mango sticky rice. Yeah, we will. Done deal, my friend. Done deal. Yeah, my third and final question. I kind of have two now after the conversation. Hmm. I can ask both. You can, do you know what? We'll give you, you can be the first guest that we ever allow. You can have two questions. No, it's fine. I've narrowed it down. I want to know why he still lives in the UK. Why he still lives like, in the he UK? He hates it. He's constantly like slagging it off, like, like I said, he slugs off the royal family, the political system. Like, if he hates England and the UK that much, why the fuck is he still there? Because, like, surely he could live anywhere. He lives in, like, Essex, I think. He's a massive West Ham United football fan. That is he actually? Yeah, huge West Ham United fan. Yeah, yeah, I did not Perry. have him down as a football player. Him and, um, him and Katie Perry are always at the West Ham games. And that is enough. That, I mean, he speaks oh to a lot of people he from the UK. Not he is yeah. he's a big Western fan, but when you speak to a lot of people from the UK and they're into their football, they do say that one of the things we miss, one of the things that you might move back for, is going to watch the football. 
Really? Oh my god, I did not have him down as like someone that goes and watches the football. Like that is not that doesn't fit my image of him. That's so interesting. Ben, you're yeah, a big. Uh... I guess that, that literally could just answer the question. Ben, you're Ben, you're a big uh, Manchester United fan. Would that be enough to have you move back to England? <laughs> not, 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 not with the way, not with the way that they're currently playing. No, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but when when <laughs> I first moved, because you still get up, I still get up at like two o'clock in the morning, right? Mm. Um, Sean NRL, you wouldn't come back for if no. you lived in the UK. Well, actually, I don't know why you go to the UK. Let's yeah, why? Why am I there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's pick somewhere else. Why would you live in? There? You're living in the Bahamas. There you go. That's better. Oof. Would would the NRL <laughs> nah. you to come back? Not at all. It's not enough. Right. Mm. Sarah, what do you miss about Wales? Hmm. Dragon cheap. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my family. Yeah, it's just that's the only connection I have really. It's just family. What made you move out here, Sarah? I actually don't know. I just had this urge. Like, when I finished my degree, I was like, I'm going to go to Australia. And my mum was like, oh, you're never going to come back if you go. I was like, hang on a minute. Like, I'm just going to go for six months. And then I got here, and I was like, ah, mum was right. I ain't going Mm. back. Famous uh, last words. Famous last words. Just six months. Just six months. Uh, Yeah, literally. (laughs) But I guess maybe that, that, that might get... Well, I don't know. Russell Brand's now remarried and he's got a kid. So mm. maybe that's what's keeping him in the UK, perhaps? Sure, you can pack up a kid and take it to another country. Like, I don't know, <laughs> he just seems really unhappy with the way that they run everything in the UK. Why is he still there? And I'm sure he's lived other places as well. Like, I'm sure when he was with Katy Perry, he must have lived somewhere else. But like, yeah, he's not a tree, you know, like he complains about mm. it, but he could just get up and leave, I'm sure. So because he's so outspoken and he's so political, Maybe he's staying in the UK because he believes that the more outspoken he becomes and the bigger the following that he, can, that he can make, he might be able to invoke some change. Maybe. Oh my God, he's making a cult. Who knows? Yeah. A cult with or really high, high quality content. Yeah. Maybe he identifies so much with criticizing everything that he doesn't have an identity outside of that. So he's like, who the fuck am I if I'm not, you know, the person that slags everything off? <laughs> So I'm hearing that the transformed Russell Brand is actually having an identity crisis. Uh, that's what you're putting out there, Sarah. Yeah, I just diagnosed him. <laughs> he needs you as his life coach. This is this is the whole thing. At the oh, my God. Of We've done a whole 360. Oh. Wow, there you go. Hit me up. Russell Brand, so, if you're listening. Where can people find you, Sarah? It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. If people are looking for a bit of support, a bit of fun, or a bit of help, or whatever it might be, and maybe someone to just chat to, where can they find you online? And uh, can you can you direct the uh, the listeners to to where to go? Absolutely. Best place is probably Instagram. Wait for the business these days. Um, my business Instagram handle is sarahmaxwell.blog. That is also my website as well. So you can obviously find me online too. Um, but yeah, slide into my DMs. Drop me a message. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. Reach out if you're looking for some support or if you just want to say hey. And uh, yeah, thanks both for having me. It's been so fun. That's great work that you're doing, Sarah. Just to end on a bit more of a, of a slightly serious note, we've had great fun 
um, well, having you on the podcast and, and honestly the work you're doing is uh, invaluable and keep uh, keep smashing it and yeah thank you very much well that that ends us for another episode of the dinner with podcast we've been joined by sarah from the gold coast she lives in on and around the gold coast and her <laughs> dream dinner guest was russell brand and it has been an absolute hoot join us again next week where we'll ask a guest of our own who their dream dinner guest would be ciao for now